You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. Welcome back. Thank you. Today we are continuing our series on better tools for Bible study. Yeah. And today's a little special. Today we're going to be talking about better Bible study tools for kids. I disagree. And... I think for parents and adults. Yes, I think this is. Just, I think these are Bible study tools to help parents study the Bible and teach their kids the Bible. I think it's a that's a twofer. Better Bible study tools for adults. By for better kids. Bible study. <laughs> better Bible study. All right, what tool do we have? No, so today we're going to be talking about the Jesus Storybook Bible. Oh yeah, the Jesus Storybook Bible. Every story whispers his name. This was written by Sally Lloyd Jones and illustrated by. Jago? Jago. Jago. He has no last name. Okay. Because that's what you do when you're an artist. And like cool. Beyonce? I don't know. I, maybe. The, she has no. She has a last name. The Jago copy, has a last name. The copyright on mine is 2007. And apparently, according to the sticker on front, over 2 million copies of this book have been sold. I, I think that was earlier on because we've had these copies for a while. Yeah. So I bet more copies have been sold. So Sally Lloyd-Jones, not related to Martin Lloyd-Jones. No. For a while, I, I thought that was the case, but apparently Lloyd-Jones is a little more common in England and Scotland than I originally thought. Also, we're really not helping our listeners right now because this is a podcast, and this book is a beautiful... Sure. I mean, the illustrations, the artwork, everything in here is just amazing. Uh, so, I, I mean, we're, I'm teasing on Jago not having a last name, but Jago is an amazing artist. Yeah. And so the illustrations are absolutely wonderful, and, and the artistry of the book... But uh, so Josiah, what I mean, give me an idea. Yeah. What do we have here as far as Bibles are concerned? I mean, it says Jesus Storybook Bible, but do we have a full Bible? No, not really. Do we know, have the story of Jesus? There is, there is Jesus in here. Where does it start? At the beginning, really, and it goes throughout the entire book. That's what I really love about this book is the entire storybook here points to Jesus. Every story kind of. Like it says on the front, whispers his name because every at the end of every chapter, every story that's only two or three pages long, you see kind of a glimpse of what it's speaking to. You know? It's not just moralistic stories like a lot of no. the Bibles. It right. a lot you know like you get a kid's Bible. Sure, I had, think I had those growing up. Here's a Bible, and the moral of the story, and the more it's not this. Every no. single one of these stories, so it gives you some scripture reference, and then yeah. every single story at the end, it's like oh, and there's a greater rescuer coming, or it's, you know, it didn't have to be sad. It's going to be this. Because the greater rescuer is coming, or one day there'll be a bigger sacrifice, right. or uh, and then it, it gets to Jesus' life, and then when it gets to the New Testament, it's pointing to that rescue continuing. It is a little shy on the New Testament, I think in part because children's Bibles don't do well with narrative and prophecy. Sure. And some of the genres, you don't get a lot of the, the Psalms. Yeah, there's not uh, a lot a little, of revelation in here. It's uh, a lot of the narrative, right? So. <laughs> there is one. I mean, actually, there's a, there's, there's a little bit. Here's the end, and there there, it's like one of the stories, yeah. that new heavens coming to down continued. to earth, this great king. So. But yeah. It, uh, but a still dream of fantastic. heaven is, is the last story here, and they every story they kind of tell you the the books of the Bible that they're looking at. So here, there's one called "A New Way to See" on page three thirty four. It says the story of Paul from Acts six through nine, twelve through twenty eight, Colossians two, Romans eight, Ephesians two. So that's where you say like in the New Testament they've lumped a lot together. Yeah, in that one because they're trying to capture a lot of narrative. Right. But this has been a great book. We've been using this at at our church for years, and I know when I first kind of. Came on board here as an intern, kids ministry intern. I used to read this as part of our children's sermon portion oh, of our were service. The days. I miss those days. <laughs> so it's great to read to kids, but it's great, like you said, for adults too, right? Like if I've never read the Bible, 
This is kind of like a good so, overview, right? So I have used this to help lead people to Christ. I remember, I remember meeting this guy. He uh, he'd worked for Apple, and he lived on the he lived on the Pacific Coast his whole life. He had never read the Bible. His only understanding of the Bible was Saturday Night Live things, <laughs> jokes, stories. Didn't really know who Jesus was. I had challenged him as we were talking. You need to read the Bible, but he was hungry right then. And he wanted to get the story, so I handed him this. I said, I don't, I don't want to be offensive to you. I don't want you to be, con- you know, don't worry. Trust me. Read through this. You'll get an idea of this, who this Jesus is, and then we can start looking at the, the Bible. I would have maybe had him go through John, but he did have a child. So I'm like, read this to your, to your yeah. child. And so what ended up happening was he sat down on the first night, read the first one, read the second one, read five more. His child fell asleep. He kept reading. He called me the next morning and said, I stayed up till like midnight reading all the stories, read the whole book. I got to talk. Wow. And uh, he's a Christian today because this. And then he went from here, understanding kind of the bigger story, to then when he drilled down into different books of the Bible, he still had the whole picture, even though he'd never read the whole Bible before. That's so it's incredible. a really good way to get the, the overview. And it's done in a very artistic, beautiful way. And it's fun. Like this this one, I don't even know if there's page numbers on here. Uh, there's no, oh, there is. 237. So this is page, what, 238? And then the next, this, the subsequent page, there's a dude, so it's the storm that Jesus calms with his oh, voice. Yeah. But look at the dude on the mask. He's just like sticking straight out in the wind. He's like, ah! And then you turn to the next page, and my kids always would get to this, and, and they're all yelling, wake up! You know, quick, Jesus! And Jesus opened his eyes. They're yelling, rescue, save us! Don't you care? And one of my kids always yells, I want to live! <laughs> I mean, we just really It's a really engaging storybook. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we just enjoy it. So it's good for for adults. You can read it to your children. We've been doing it. Like you said, we've been doing it at our church for a long time. For sure. The kids know it. And so they know the stories. It's a good introduction for... We read it to them. Toddlers up through about first grade. Yeah, first grade. But this is actually the curriculum for our first kids class when you right come out of the nursery all the way up through first grade. And they've got a great video series that goes with this. And they even have a coloring book that you can get. And uh, we just read the lesson. And it starts here in the beginning. The beginning, A Perfect Home, The Song of Creation from Genesis 1 and 2. And there's just a few pages there that talk about that. Beautiful pictures, like you said, that our listeners can't really see. But this is great for your church or it's great for like discipleship with your kids or bedtime stories. Because like you said, it's not just the moralistic stories, but it is the key Bible stories throughout Scripture. The, that are tied together with the theme right. of the redemption offered by Jesus right. Christ. And, and that's what's so good. I don't think I understood as a child that the whole Bible was about Jesus and that the Old Testament was really foreshadowing to him. But I think our kids get to understand that here at our church by the time they're in, you know, the the fifth the, the first grade. So we did in my household, we read this a couple times, but then we actually had my older kids read this as part of our family devotional time to my daughter and to the whole family. And, you know, they'd sit next to each other. They want to see the pictures. They want to read. I mean, each story yeah. is two or three pages here. But, like I said, it's just the way the, that Sally Lloyd-Jones put the whole thing together in just the verbiage, the right. fun. So so here's my here's my question. How is this, that's not a complete Bible, as far as, you know, it's not getting every... Right. It's not getting the whole counsel of God. Sure. It's not a translation from a from manuscripts, how does this sort of summary Bible help us know and study the Bible as a whole? I mean, I I, I offered one thing, and that was you could see the whole 30,000-foot right. view. Uh, what would be something you'd add to that? 
like I said, you know, every it says here on the cover that every story whispers his name. Every story points to Jesus, and that I think is the is the biggest takeaway for me is that you see how every part of Scripture really points to Jesus, from the flood and, and God's warbow, she calls it here, the rainbow <laughs> in the sky, to you know the um, to Daniel in the lion's den, and just how God's redeeming us. You know, so that when you go to your Bible. Right. You're reminded of that as you're studying in and, things that aren't in this book. And I, I think it's great, like you said, for, for someone who's never read the Bible. If I've never read the Bible, that's a daunting thing task. Yeah. You know, and if I start in Genesis and I get to Numbers or Deuteronomy and bail out because I, I don't understand or I'm bored or overwhelmed, this is kind of a good read this first and then go to the Bible. Because every story, like I said, lists the kind of scriptures that it's based off of. So you can go to those books. You know, here's one about God rescuing the Israelites from Egypt. And it says it covers Exodus 3 through 13. So yeah. I can read this to and my kid. And there's a bigger rescuer coming. Or myself. And then go read those portions of scripture. And I might understand those better seeing kind of the narrative. Well, So I think I think this is a helpful tool because it it's a step. Yeah. So we started. I started all three of my kids reading this book with them when they were very small and you know my daughter when we went to the next story so like we'll talk about this in the next podcast but the biggest story uh is it the biggest story storybook the biggest yeah. story bible storybook yep. uh by kevin DeYoung is like a bigger version of this so a next yeah. step we start reading that she she and daniel was the same way my kids were the same way Oh, this is where that happens. Oh, this is in before yeah. Jesus came. Oh, this is after Jesus came. Oh, this is this person. There was an introduction to the stories. Right. So when we go to the bigger Bible stories, right. they've got it. And then when we go to the Bible, as they're hitting third grade, fourth grade, and they're starting to read the Bible because they can read now, and we've been reading the Bible to them, but they're reading themselves, they know where to place all these stories yeah. because they know the story. So I think it's really good for the adults too. Well, and that's what I love about this too, is it's, you know, it's great for a church curriculum. It's great for family discipleship, but you know, this is a great evangelistic track as well. Yes, it is. I, I know people that have stuck these in little neighborhood libraries. The little there is one of these libraries. in all of our free book libraries. <laughs> Daniel has put these all over yeah. the place. You know, it's a great, I mean, a kid's going to pick this up and read it and understand the gospel, I think. You know. So I just want to give a little shout out to those who are listening. We've had a number of churches donate these. To, so when we were church planting, yeah. uh, this became just a really nice gift to give guests with their kids and their families, especially lost people. I mean, this is a the retail on this is eighteen ninety nine in the United States, and this is long before all the inflation. So who knows right. how much this costs now? <laughs> For sure. So I mean that's a nice gift, and we had a lot of churches donate cases of these. So we're actually giving out a gift that communicates the redemptive story of Jesus Christ into a lost world. Right. I mean, you can't, and it's gorgeous. And, yeah, and I think you can get it for a better deal, maybe from Christian Book or something, but it's a great, we give these out to like first-time guests or people with kids because, like you said, we've had them donated and something that, even if you only come to our church one time, you're able to leave and hopefully hear the gospel at home. You know, what would you, is there anything you'd do differently with this? If you were to say, hey, how does this tool not help? What would, you, what would be a kind of a critique maybe, or what do you think? One thing like, I said, I, I, I would add, it, it'd be nice if there were some kind of conversation starter questions here mm -hmm. that parents could use, maybe an appendix at the back for family discipleship or, you know, so you didn't have to have some study with your kids resource. that would maybe help you t discuss that conversation. Because like I said, in the curriculum, sometimes there's some, there's a take-home sheet that maybe has a question or two. I'd like to see that in the book for parents hey, to use at home. I would agree with that. I wish I had a little bit, I wish they could have taken those epistles. 
and found a way to say, hey, this was happening. So Paul wrote a letter more so or something just to get a little bit more. It it seems a little New Testament light. I think it's definitely message of the 12 light. You know, a lot of that's just repent or be wrecked. So that's a little (laughs) tough. I wish there was a little bit more in that. But otherwise, I think it's it's outstanding. Hey, before you wrap us up here, um, this has been kind of a short podcast. But I want to reach out to our listeners and just and just ask, hey, what would you want to hear about? We're thinking about reaching out to other pastors, maybe reaching out to some authors. We loved having like the the uh, the very we had you know folks from various other entities in the past that were on. We want to start talking through what we think would be most helpful for you. So if you're listening, we would love for you to go to saltybeliever.com. There's a contact us a communication forum. Shoot something to us. Because we'd love to say, where do we want to go next? Right. I mean, we're talking about getting into some more spicy things like an over-realized eschatology and how that impacts the world today. Or sure. what happens if we see things this way or that way? What about the, the dual authorship of Isaiah? Or what's with the seams? We could get technical and nerdy. We could. Hey, you just finished your church history seminary sure. class. I, we I could bore do, you with some Baptist history. We could do, Oh, it's Baptist <laughs> history. We could do that. I mean, it, we're just curious what would be the most helpful because as you're commuting to work or as you've been listening to this, I mean, this podcast has been going for a decade. Yeah. And so, you know, for us, well, we talked about that. What do we need to talk about? Do we need to talk about more current events, less current events, books of the Bible? What do we need to do? Right. Right. So if, we would love to hear from you. And then if you've been listening and you've been along with this journey, I mean, we're pushing 500 episodes coming up. Uh, if you've been with us for this journey, you know, leave a review. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, we're just we're trying to figure out what the best next things for us to do are, and we'd love to hear from you. Okay, so that's enough of my commercial, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. So, like like Brian said, we need some ideas. So if you have an idea or some things you'd like to have us discuss, let us know where to go next by going to saltybeliever.com. And then as far as you... I got an idea. I just interrupted. What no, about no. them? Say as far as you, or are you going to no, wrap it up? I was going to wrap it I up, I knew you please. were. Yeah. How about this? If you know Sally Lloyd-Jones yeah, or Jago... Jago, Jago. Hey, we could interview them. Or <laughs> That'd be awesome. what's the other tool we're going to talk about? The biggest story, Bible storybook by Kevin DeYoung, illustrated by Don Clark. If you, uh, if Kevin DeYoung, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to talk with you about this amazing resource. Anyway, if you know some folks yeah. who would love to maybe be on the podcast, or if you're a Christian author, if you're a pastor, if you have a topic, reach out. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just really wanting to figure out what the best thing to do is. I... I should have covered all that in my commercial. We could just put a bunch of stuff in a hat and randomly pull. Okay, this is we've derailed. Okay, Anyways, what are we gonna do? So hey, what do we do here? That's for us. We'll figure out where to go next. But as far as you, make sure you go and pick up the Jesus Storybook Bible by Sally Lloyd Jones, put out by Zonervan Kids. You're not gonna regret it. Whether you have kids or not, this is a great resource. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.